Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Hey, Jordan Harbinger here. Subscribe to the only show that will show you how to apply the world's greatest ideas from the most striking minds. After presenting more than a thousand interviews, I couldn't be more compelled to introduce you to the Jordan Harbinger Show. We've got spies and CEOs, athletes and authors from Kobe Bryant to Malcolm Gladwell, Tony Hawk and Howie Mandel to the chairman of Google, founders of LinkedIn and Instagram, antiquities smugglers, con men, brilliant scientists, national heroes, and even the head of the CIA. Listed as Apple's best of 2018 and countless other awards that, let's be honest, you probably don't care about right now. So come and have a listen for yourself and join me as we exploit the superpowers of the world's most incredible thinkers, amazing achievers, and iconic change makers with their insights delivered right into your mind. You'll get that blueprint of their brilliance each week so that you can learn to live what you listen. Subscribe right now to The Jordan Harbinger Show, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you're listening now. Napa know-how. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash, like a five-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP, but don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General states pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.20. Hey, everyone. John Roca here. Pluto TV is the leading free streaming television service. Watch over 100 TV channels and thousands of movies on demand, all completely free. Pluto TV never asks for a credit card. You don't even need to sign up to watch free. Pluto TV is the easy and completely legal way to watch your favorite TV shows and hit movies for free. What are you waiting for? Never pay for TV again by downloading Pluto TV. You can download Pluto TV for free on all of your favorite devices today, including your phone, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Apple TV, Smart TVs, PlayStation, and anywhere else you stream. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save 25 bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831.20. It's that little chico pit bull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Mark Sidious is back from a Sith vacation. Yeah, well, not a a Sith vacation. Like, it was a proper... It was a a, a Sith mission. Yeah, yeah. It was one of those, like, Sith missions, which I... uh, Darth Maul is one of my favorite characters... Because Darth Maul is a bounty hunter. 
He really is. You know, he's, yeah, he's yeah. you know, he was the emperor's bounty hunter. Yeah. You know, he, he found him on Tatooine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was a bounty hunter. So I went on like on a Sith bounty hunter mission. And right. It was exhausting. Did and you, look, ha- you had probe droids? I had probe droids. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Frank Lugatardo. He is. I was going to say he is a probe droid. Yeah. Yeah. And look, all these missions, you go out there with one goal. Mm. 17 lightsaber battles later, you're, you're, you're like missing an appendage. Yeah. You have a new robotic, uh, you know, thing on. I don't want to say what my ro- new robotic, you know, it's just. Well, I was going to say your arm looks fantastic. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's an absolute mess. But look, I'm back. Yeah. I'm jet lagged. I bet. Like, uh, I, it's like two in the morning for me right now. I mean, jet lag, how much energy do you get rid of when you force lightning some force? Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. No, force lightning and then have to take. Um, and then an intergalactic. You yeah, know, yeah. Like from the outer light rim. speed. Yeah. Or like, you know, the, the outer regions. Right. Back to like the known regions. And, right. And back to Coruscant, back to the Sith Temple. I mean, it's friggin' exhausting, man. Well, I we're starting this cold open with the fact that you're back. Yeah, I'm glad to have you back. Yeah, uh, the I'm glad fans to be back. Are glad because there's oh, been nice overwhelming support for Rule of Two, and I want to thank everybody. Yeah, just especially for, on YouTube too, right? YouTube, Twitter, the podcast network yeah. here on Podcast One is doing fantastic, and so thankful to everybody. I mean, they were so excited. I posted a picture of my dog. And somebody responded and said, yo, where's Rule of Two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. screw the dog. Rule of Darth Two. Darth Callius. Darth Callius. <laughs> that's, that's my Sith bounty hunter. Yeah, I exactly. sent him out on missions for against you know squirrels that are strong in the force. Uh, I and, take them out. often they are. I mean a squirrel can wield a lightsaber right. like, like, like few rodents. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, that's – you know so a big thanks up top. But it is episode 11 of Rule of Two. Let's get into it. That's right, it is Rule of Two, Episode 11. Welcome back, Mark Sidious. I am your Good host, to be back. Darth Rylus, and this is a Star Wars podcast, a celebration of Star Wars found here on Podcast One Feed, the official show from Collider's Jedi Council. So glad to have you back, Mr. Fernandez. Yeah, a yeah. bit jet lagged again. Yeah, know? yeah, jet lagged. I'm going to keep happens. using that as like a like a like a life preserver of sorts. You know, in the maelstrom of my current state of mind. I understand it happens. You were uh, I, I I won't say where, but it's a very long yeah. flight. Yeah, very long flight. Which very I can't long. imagine. Fifteen hours in the air. Fifteen hours. Oh God, I'm such a bad flyer. Yeah, I don't think I'd last. I would need. Lots of sedatives, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, and a few whiskeys. So, sure. so what's cooking in the world of Star Wars? Well, you know, you're gone. A lot came out, but the one I really want to focus on because mm-hmm. I think it's a great thing that happened. I think the the internet reacted very strongly to the Mandalorian. Did mm. you see the image? I saw that, one image. Okay, you saw of, the Mandalorian of um, what looked like you know very Boba Fett ish with a T twenty one rifle. Yeah. Was it a T21? No. I mean, it, the, maybe not. Maybe not. The T21 is the one that the Empire uses. I'm not sure what the rifle is. However, just this past week, or maybe it was last week, Favreau did share. He's on. He's on Instagram sharing this stuff. Yeah. And he shared the weapon, and it's a it's a nod to uh, the holiday special, which Interesting. is interesting. You know that dual, like that pronged. Yeah, yeah. Kind Boba of, Fett is in the holiday special. Boba Fett's in the holiday special. That's yeah. where he made his first appearance uh, before. Empire Strikes Back. Are you serious? Yeah, that was his. Uh, that was his one time where 
it was a cartoon, and everybody's like, who's that guy? And then we, of course, get Boba Fett. He becomes oh, I didn't know that. one of the most popular characters in all of Star Wars history. And now we have this Mandalorian, but it's not Boba Fett. At least we don't know if Boba Fett will show up, but that's why I want to talk about the Mandalorian because there's some interesting things happening. First, I'm going to get your reaction to the official synopsis that John mm-hmm. Favreau dropped. So I – I read it, but I don't quite remember it. So maybe, yeah, yeah, let's talk yeah. about that. That's a good one. So, because it gets me going. So, yeah. after the stories of Django and Boba Fett, another warrior emerges in the Star Wars universe. The Mandalorian is set after the fall of the Empire and before the emergence of the First Order. We follow the travails of a lone gunfighter in the outer reaches of the galaxy, far from the authority of the New Republic. Now, it's going to be written and produced by John Favreau. Previously announced, uh, Dave Filoni is going to be directing the first episode. Wow. So there's our boy Dave Filoni coming in. We also have additional episodic directors, Deborah Chow, who did Jessica Jones. We have Rick Farmayiwa, who did Dope. Mm. We have Bryce Dallas Howard coming in. Wow. She's going to direct. She's And great. then my boy, Taika Waititi, Thor Ragnarok. Taika, Taika Waititi is going to wow. direct. That's a – that's a pretty impressive list of directors. There. It's so impressive. I am so excited. This gets me as excited I think I've been in a long time for something. And, and when is it supposed to drop? Now, we don't know. We don't have an official date, but we do know next year, 2019. I'm hearing rumblings of like December. That soon, huh? Yeah. You know, they're going to launch the streaming service. They're yeah. going to go in hard. Mm. They're really doing something interesting here. We got The Mandalorian coming on the streaming service. We're going to have a Loki series. Yeah. With Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Elizabeth Olsen. I'm not so psyched about that one, but yeah. Loki I'm great. excited about. Lo- I mean, Loki is incredible. That's but, a treat. That's a treat that we're getting. Yes, that is a treat. But that's a podcast for another time. Yeah. And yeah, a whole yeah. other thing. Yeah. The Mandalorian is what I'm looking at because, one, you hear Lone Gunfighter. You yeah. see the image. You can, get a Western vibe immediately. Can I give you my knee-jerk reaction? Sure, on? please. So, look, <clears throat> first of all, um, I'm very excited about it. Okay. Obviously, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I can't wait. Dave yeah. Filoni. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. obviously, we're probably noodle our way to try to see it before it comes out. Oh, and, yeah. And, you know, I mean, like, we're, we're all about it. We're about it, about it. Right? We are about it, about it. Yeah. yeah. Here's my problem with it. Ooh. Um, the, the place where it, the time period that it takes place, mm. to me, echoes in one of my biggest issues that I have with Disney Star Wars. Okay. Okay. Which is the complete and total eradication of the Jedi. Okay. And that if finally we're getting something that we've all wanted for so long, you know, I just hope that they find a way that Jon Favreau is inspired by what I think is the greatest muse in entertainment history. Mm. This concept of the Jedi yeah. Like the ultimate hero and it, and their enemies, the Sith, right? Yeah. And again, I just fear that we're going to get a, um, like another show or another piece of Star Wars content that is in some weird way avoiding the very thing that defines its brand. And, and, and it kind of bums me out a little bit, okay. even though I'm sure it could be great. And I'm sure – They'll have to mention the force in there at some point, right? Now you're you're assuming, yeah, there's going to be no Jedi in this because of the you know what you can read this and on paper because of no the time Jedi. period because, because of, of the time, time period. period. The, the, I mean, there's only one Jedi. There's that, one Jedi. There's one Jedi, 
and you know his story doesn't seem that interesting. I mean, look, I'm sure his story is, is you know it's a story that we would all love to see, mm. but. Is this show going to talk about the legend of, of Luke Skywalker? Probably not, right? You know, Maybe, it, this is tough. Okay, so okay. – th- th- and I'm glad you brought that up because this is what I want to talk about. I want to yeah. speculate what we're going to see, what we would love to see, what what is going to be some threads that they pull taut and, and connect The Force yeah. Awakens because yeah. we know Return of the Jedi happened and here we are. We're in that time frame. Now, it's mentioned that they are uh, outer reaches of the galaxy, far from the authority of the New Republic. Right. That worries me a bit. Far from the influence of Leia Organa Solo, far Uh, from the influence of Luke Skywalker. For now, now we don't know how long this is going to go. Is this going to be two years, three years, four years? Are we going to get hundreds of episodes? We don't know. TBD. But I am assuming and I am hoping – more than anything is that we get Jedi, we get references to the New Republic, we get characters mm. from the New Republic. Maybe we can't get Jedi though, right? According if it's going to be canon. Okay, so I'm going to bring in a little bit of Star Wars Battlefront Two. Okay. Okay, because there's a little side mission there that I loved. And yeah, you're playing yeah, as yeah, Luke yeah. Skywalker. Okay, this is good. This is good. And Luke Skywalker is going around the galaxy looking for Jedi artifacts. Right. Right. He goes for the compass. Yeah, he goes for the compass. Yeah. Now people have mentioned Sebastian Stan, who plays mm. Bucky. The war, uh, Winter Soldier mm-hmm. looks like a young Luke Skywalker. Really does. Could we get Luke Skywalker in this? I, I mean, hope we do. Well, Wouldn't it be that, great? Is that where your expectations are at? That My we expectations. Might get Luke Skywalker in the show. I'm gonna. This is speculation. We're playing with house money right now. Oh man. Let's let's go there. Why not? Are, Why can't we get Luke Skywalker in this? Oof. Why I mean, can't we? Are you speculating responsibly to quote the yeah, great Ken Napsok right I, now? I am. I am. I am. I am speculating responsibly because I've seen Luke Skywalker in the game, which is canon. Yeah. Go around looking for artifacts. Now these are far reaches, outer reaches yeah. of the galaxy. I don't see why we couldn't see them cross paths somehow. It would be an event. Do you realize if we get? And I'm not talking this is going to happen the first season. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, okay. I think I it's going to – I think they're like going to set – Gotham or like one of those – Sure. Yes. They're going to set up the world. Smallville that took like seven seasons for sure. Superman to come out. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to get whispers. You're going to have characters might be mentioned. We're going to get established here. I'm thinking Game of Thrones, just dirty, gritty you know, stuff happening. We're going to fall in love with these characters and there's going to be things that can maybe come because mind you – it's interesting they mentioned set after the fall of the Empire yeah. and before the emergence of the First Order. Why can't we set that up? That is a huge time period leading up to Force Awakens that we know nothing about aside from Bloodline, that great book by Claudia Gray mm. that was more about the politics and it was Leia running the show and being somewhat – you know. How does her family history come into it? Mm. I'm not going to ruin the, the book, but the politics of that, her family history, what does that do? Why can't we? Yeah. We have the perfect vehicle here to introduce some politics, to introduce characters. Why not? Let's say three years in, okay. we get 
whispers. Yeah. A new Jedi Academy Maybe. is up. I mean, but three years is a long time to speculate. You're speculating way past the. I, I am the, only uh, doing what Star statue. Wars fans do. <laughs> The statute of limitations for, 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 you know, it's like you can't predict episode 16 right, right. now. I can't, know? but I but, just don't see how they couldn't really tie that in. First, of all, got, first of all, I have two thoughts on this. Okay. okay. Number one, I think you might be crazy. <laughs> okay. I Only because of what they've shown us, I don't think we're getting Luke Skywalker anywhere near this show. Yeah. Okay, like maybe there'll be whispers of it. But it's like, a Hail Mary pass. I am, I am going to recast. And look, there, there's so many variables pointing against it. One, it's not consistent with the kind of content that the new Star Wars Disney regime has done, mm-hmm. right? They've been favor, favoring content outside the realm of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. I do believe that there is a systemic destruction of the Jedi Order happening mm-hmm. inside of the Star Wars franchise, less and less focus on Jedi. We can all agree that that's true, right? Right now, but I think episode nine is really going to pull it all together. If you take every single scene that's come out since Disney bought uh, Star Wars that have Jedi in it, um, you know, Rebels aside, because Rebels actually I think does a, a, like a really nice job, especially in that third season, yeah, of like showing you some really cool Jedi. Oh stuff, yeah, and they know? tied that stuff in with Ahsoka from Clone Wars, and yeah, and, and Darth Vader and all that stuff. So like, but Rebels that? aside, that was Dave Filoni. Okay, all right. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. That's a quick little yeah, – yeah, that's a quick little <laughs> – Pew, pew. Um, so, okay. So there's that. Then there's the fact that Luke Skywalker is so iconic that yeah. I think it would be really tough to recast Luke. It's not out of the it question would. though. It I would. mean they recast Han Solo. Okay. So it's not out of the you know, That's question. my point. Okay. Right. Yeah, so then – but then you have the timeline thing, which is, you know, I'm more sort of taking it at face value. Yeah. Um, this mention now that you read it again of the far reaches. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe what's more likely, to your point of Dave Filoni wanting to reintroduce the DNA of Star Wars, which is whether you like it or not, really based around the Jedi. I mean, when you held a flashlight and you were a little kid in mm-hmm. your room, you weren't a stormtrooper. No. Okay. You were a Jedi. You know, like you. Maybe you, you know, role played as Han Solo in your mind when you were doing stuff, but most likely you were a Jedi. Did you ever do this, the the tape measure? I would I would get up to it's about that. Oh, and then and then uh, I click it locked. Yeah, yeah, and then I would just hold it and then go. Right, right. There's my lightsaber. But but you used the flashlight as well. I used the flashlight as well. (laughs) I used anything I could get my hands on. Yeah. So so what if what if with Dave Filoni, who I do believe. You know, I'm with you and I'm with Harloff on this. Mm. He is uh, – proof is in the pudding. I think the best steward for Star Wars that we can have right now. Okay, yeah, given yeah. all the things, right? Yeah. I, I think he's – I think he's a, he, he, he's done some really cool stuff. But um, what if in the far reaches you have some escaped Order 66 Jedi a la Rebels, okay. right? Ooh. And then you have the continuation of that thread that they tried to plug in Solo of – I forget the name of the group right now. Um, Crimson Sun. The Crimson Sun. Is that it? Yeah. Right? And then that somehow this legacy of Darth Maul has trained other dark side users and that somehow um, our man – you know would be really cool? I mean but first of all, that's – if there are Jedi in it, I think it will be introduced more in Order 66 survivors – and and some kind of like edge case culty thing that maybe night sisters 
Oh, see, get, get introduced. I'm to all it. in for this. Right, right. Nice. Yeah. Maybe the Zabrak. Maybe there's like a Zabrak main Shh. character. You know, I you mean, know, part of the gang. I'm going to say you called me out on my love of Luke Skywalker. That I'm going to insert him into any Star Wars story. <laughs> right, right. I get it. Um, it's Jeff, but you're you're starting to pick up on my wavelength. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm going. Where I don't see why we couldn't have Jedi. You know, let's say we have three seasons in, and it's like whispers yeah. a Jedi council has been formed by Luke Skywalker. Yeah, Favreau, then, Favreau's not going to do it without putting in a Jedi. I think you know what? Yeah, I actually think that um, there will be lightsaber in season one. I'm going to make that prediction right now. Yeah, there will be a lightsaber in season one. What do you think? Am I way off? Nope. What's the odds on it? I'm 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 going to go with you on that one too. If you had to handicap it, what do you think it would be? Like a fifty-fifty? I mean, I, I no, I would say it's a it's a it's a ninety percent chance. You know why? Wow. 90, every huh? to every time we've tried to call one of these spin-off story movies, in with especially with Solo, it's like, nah, there's not going to be any lightsabers. And what happens? Right, right. They right. do the cameo, and then he didn't even need Fair. that lightsaber. Fair, yeah, yeah. He yeah. didn't even need it. He goes, <laughs> uh, "I'll see you later." Oh, by the way. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just fair, so you know, fair. everyone, here's a lightsaber. Okay. I so, think that so, we could get that. And plus, don't you want to see Mandalorians taking on Jedi? I mean, isn't this the, isn't that the dream? Well, here's what I think is the interesting part. Yeah. Okay. And uh, first of all, uh, for the comment section and the, the tweet, uh, let us know. Do you think there will be a lightsaber in season one of The Mandalorian? Great call. Yes or no? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Drop those in. We'll, <clears throat> we'll answer some later. All right. So. Here's where I think it might go. Mm, I like this. Okay, because this is very Dave Filoni. Because you kind of reminded me Dave Filoni's involved in this, even though He's Favreau so- is the showrunner, though. Favreau's the showrunner, but Dave Filoni is directing the pilot. He is setting it up. Right. Right. Okay. From the get- he's like I on your mark, go. What What's one of the coolest storylines in Rebels that I think people really gravitated towards? In Rebels, yeah, that started out, <clears throat> I believe, in in Clone Wars. But it's the story of the dark saber, the dark saber, right? That I was going to go with Ahsoka Vader, right? But they're both in there, yeah. So. Okay. Now the the story of the dark saber also is really kind of our, our biggest insight into the Mandalorians, mm-hmm. right? That and also in, in Clone Wars, there's some great episodes uh, with the Mandalorians. I forget the names of them right now, but there's some great episodes uh, with the Mandalorians and, uh, you know, Obi-Wan falling for Satine right. and, and all those things. So there's a lot of history with the Mandalorians already in Canon, right? Yeah. What if our protagonist is force sensitive? I love that. Yeah. I, I think, love that. I think it actually might be that. That's he, what, like, you know what? I, I bet you that's, that's going to be the big reveal at yeah. the end of season one. Now, my, now I might not be speculating responsibly. Yeah, well, that's fine. <laughs> but I, I, I think that our Mandalorian lead character is going to be Force-sensitive. Boy, that would be interesting. Because that's an arc you can develop for five seasons. You absolutely could. Um, there's a lot of things. I think you are right on the money. I didn't even consider this, but the Darksaber, the the Mandalorians that were, are, were introduced in Rebels. Yeah. <clears throat> this it, it seems ripe for this. I'm also going to go a little bit further. I'm going to okay. I'm going to keep speculating responsibly. Okay. Snoke. Oh boy! Wow, you that's responsible. Yeah. Luke Far reaches, outer rim, outer outer rim, unknown regions. Are we going to get that? Are we? Get, I'm not saying Snoke's going to appear. What I'm what I'm speculating on 
again, and I take it just from this little thing, the fall of the empire before the emergence of the First Order. That's a lot of ground. That's 30 years or so of ground. So I'm wondering – and again, when I say Snoke, Luke Skywalker, I'm wondering if it's going to be mentions. It's a big galaxy. Mm. But I am hating myself somewhat because I am creating – I'm doing what I am sometimes against when I say like Ray's parents are nobody because the the universe would seem so small then. Right, right. I'm making the universe small because at the end of the day, I'm a fan. I love this kind of stuff. Yeah. But I'm – also a little bit different. If it doesn't come true and it's good storytelling, I'm in. Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I'd love to see Sn- Snoke. Why not? Right? I love. Why not? Uh, Snoke's a great character. We're playing with house money right now. We're, we're playing with house money, but yeah. if we're really trying to speculate, yeah. Throwing out Luke Skywalker and Snoke, you got to admit those are two like ja- like those are those are haymakers. Yeah, they are. But you know why? Okay. Dave Filoni yeah. and John Favreau are fanboys. Yeah, they know. The mythology. Yeah. That's Filoni, why I think that the, the main character will be force sensitive. I, I'm wondering. That's that's interesting to me. But Filoni knows what he's doing. He he is able to weave in this is gonna sound like a backhanded compliment, but it's not. Weave in fan service by fitting the story. Mm. Like he gives us these great characters. He brings Ahsoka back. Yeah. He, he's able to introduce Kanan I know, and Ezra. I'm making an assumption that I want to um, challenge for a second. I like it. Okay. They like it when you challenge me. <laughs> Is, uh, Filoni's not creatively involved past the pilot, though. TBD. Right? He's, so you can't necessarily uh, grant yeah, all the attributes of a Filoni-type series, which we have two whole sample sizes of, right, in Rebels mm-hmm. and Clone Wars. You can't necessarily – put those attributes on the Mandalorian because he's, yeah, he's directing the pilot, but he's not necessarily involved in the writing team, or is he? That's my question. You know what? That's... I'm going to go look, and uh, it's you know, first Dave Filoni on taking on more... You know, I don't know if it's going to pop up. This is something that I just started looking up. Let's just go with TBD. He's going to direct the pilot. Yes. Now, he's a big monkey muck over there. Right. I don't see why you wouldn't utilize Filoni more for this. Sure, Favreau is your guy. Yeah, I mean, if Favreau's the showrunner, mm-hmm. he's going to have hopefully a vision mm-hmm. of what he wants to do with it, right? Yeah. And well, it's not like he's going to co-opt his vision with Filoni. Like Filoni, Filoni's involved in the pilot. He's directing the pilot. Here we go. Okay. Executive produced by John Favreau, Kathleen Kennedy. Colin Wilson, Dave Filoni. Okay. So, so he's, he's an a, executive producer. He's an executive producer. All right. That's that's a bigger deal. That's – so this is why yeah. I speculated responsibly. Yeah. I think that he's – I mean still connecting from that to Jedi is a pretty logical step. Connecting it to Luke Skywalker and Snoke is a little bit more aggressive. It's aggressive. I agree. It's a th- – I'm throwing it out there yeah, yeah. because why not? Why not? Here's, why not? here's why I'm doing it though. Dave Filoni was able to create Ahsoka. He was able to create a great arc where she walks away from the Jedi Order in Clone Wars. Yeah. And then what does he do? Rebels. She would be great in fucking – she would be – Right? She's she's so great. Can you imagine if she's the one that shows up in Mandalorian? I mean, why not? Would the timeline allow it? You know, I don't know what they're going to do because we're still – It's 30 years between Last Jedi and Force Awakens, Ahsoka – 
was it looked like she perished to Darth Vader's hand in Rebels. Spoiler warning. But I didn't. I haven't seen that episode. What? <laughs> no. Actually, but, but we don't know that. No, no, no. Yeah. It was it was left pretty ambiguous. You, you, like you're talking about the episode where she fights Vader. Yeah. But she's in other episodes after that, though, isn't she? We. I don't know. Okay. Okay. No. Because in that one, I think she gets away. But anyway, well, Filoni anyway. goes on stage at Star Wars Celebration. Okay. And it says like something Ahsoka. I can't remember. But then the lights go out and they show something, and the lights come back and it says Ahsoka lives. So he was almost giving a little nod because there's this mythology that she was uh, turned into something else. This is oh, this okay. is where okay. I, 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 I wish Ken Knapsack, Christian Harloff were here on the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're, you know. Yeah, because we don't know is the bottom We're line. the fans. <laughs> we're fans. But, I mean, it's like it, it just took a turn where we didn't do any research for, for <laughs> yeah, this yeah. particular topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I, anyway, um, she would be great in the show. But I'm sorry. Keep going. I, the reason I bring up Snoke, the reason I bring up Luke Skywalker – the reason I bring up John Favreau and Dave Filoni is, and especially Dave Filoni, is that he's able to, he's listening to the fans. Yeah, it feels like. So we get Ahsoka. Yeah, and he's good with the saber. He's, and he's good with the Jedi stuff. He's he good really, with all of that. He really understands the Jedi. Now, and the reason I bring up Snoke and the reason I bring up Luke Skywalker is that, and you know my stance on the Last Jedi. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. But a lot of people didn't. Yeah. So why couldn't you? Kind of build something in a backstory, introduce some things, and again, it's all going to come down to the writing. I'm not saying recast Mark Hamill; that is the last thing I want. Right. But could there be mentions of Luke Skywalker? Could there be in the travails of the galaxy in these outer reaches? You know, the Mandalorian is in. You know, he's walking in what looks like a great Star Wars. You know, we've seen a million times. The, the marketplace. You know, yeah. looks like Tatooine or Jakku. Could whatever. You know, is he walking around and it's like whispers of a new Jedi Order? You know, Jedi Master Luke Skywalker right. did it. And Look, it's like, maybe, oh boy. Maybe another – even though I do think that the storyline is going to revolve around this kind of Mandalorian stuff that Dave Filoni has set up. Absolutely. That's um, going to be everything. With the clans and all that yeah. stuff and, yeah. you know, all, all, the, all the drama of that, you know. And I do think you will get mention of – Something related to Satine because she was yep. involved in like the hierarchy of the yep. like 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 of the Mandalorians and all that stuff. It's gonna be badass. You're gonna get a lot of uh, a jetpack fights. Oh yeah, you're gonna get a ton of those jetpack fights. Remember those jetpack fights f- from the Clone Wars? Oh yeah, they're fantastic. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna get a ton of those. It's gonna be fun. That was some of the best stuff ever. So we're gonna get all that. Yeah. I'm sure. I love the idea of it picking up after the Empire because it's almost like yeah. there's. So but, the New Republic is but, there. But my point was, mm. are you going to get – is it going to be like a – because look, with the Mandalorian and a bounty hunter, you could really have a procedural show. Yeah. Like like even though like I know they wouldn't do that, but you could have a procedural show where every episode has got a little bit of its own flair, you know? Yeah. Even though, like, I guess there hasn't been a procedural show in 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 a very very long time, but it's interesting to put that through the lens of a Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, because you can actually so fa- really do it. You can play with genres here. We're already yeah. we're already with the Western vibe here. Yeah. So there's the, the genre. Is this bounty hunter, um, actually being? And I, I no no because it's not relevant to the timeline. 
I mean, yeah. we don't really know. It's just there's no name to this guy. Which say, is, is he hunting Jedi down? But why would he be? Why would he be? I yeah. mean, I think I think you're you're on the right track, at least in my headcanon, with the clans and the Mandalorians. And they mentioned Jango Fett and Boba Fett for a reason. They yeah. want to get the fans excited. You know, it's like, oh, we recognize that. We look at this. Okay. We see right, another clones of each other. Like, like those were clones. Now, like, are they implying that there's clones let's, left? Because yeah, let's throw this out there. Why couldn't Boba Fett come back? Right? He. It's not necessarily. It's hinted at in uh, the aftermath books. Yeah. That Boba Fett's armor. You know, one thing was being we have You know, not to interrupt you. I'm yeah. totally cut you off here. Wasn't there a Mandalorian bounty hunter show in development by Lucas for live action? You're thinking of 1313, I believe. Yeah, yeah. And yes. And so – Are uh, they leveraging any of that content for this show? I think they are, yeah. Christian made a point of that, and he's absolutely right, is that there were rumors of Mandalorians and being you know, a Filoni, part of that. I think Filoni worked on that as well. Yes, underground – Kind of the underground, seedy underbelly of the of the galaxy, right? Yeah. Mandalorians were rumored there. I think that they took a lot of concept art, maybe characters, and you. I mean, they wrote scripts, hundreds yeah, of scripts. Twelve episodes, I heard. I thought it was yeah, like a whole bible of scripts. Right. right. So, I think they're going to reuse a lot that of that stuff. It's very interesting. It's very interesting. I think you're absolutely going to see some carryover. Now we don't have the scripts. We don't know in particular, but. You know what this is? All of this is is speculation, sure. Yeah. But there is so much time in between the two timeframes of the First Order, Fall of the Empire. We have the ability – You OK. Whether it happens or not, sure. But you have the ability to introduce a Jedi Order. You have the ability yeah. to see the politics of the New Republic. You have the ability to bring Boba Fett back. Yeah. You have the ability to show Jedi, you know? New characters. Like, yeah, give I mean, me some of that prequel flair. Give me some of that. Is, it won't be Boba or Django, but. Right. Django for sure. He has no head. They're clones. We have one clone. Is there that any we know need of. about the actor from uh, the prequels being in it? Tamura Morrison is our guy. He was Django, so you can, un- you can assume under the helmet is Django, is, is Tamara Morrison's character, who's a clone. Right. Now. You know, it was hinted at again in the aftermath books that Boba Fett survived. Is that there? There was his armor or stuff was on sale in a, in a marketplace. Maybe this guy's looking for it. Mm. Could Boba Fett make a, an appearance? I would say that the Disney streaming service is absolutely perfect to introduce your Boba Fett back to life. Yeah, why Just he crawls like they out did with Darth Maul in, uh, in Clone Wars? It's been. I I believe Boba Fett crawling out of the Sarlacc because of all the stuff he has on him. More than I would buy, at least at the time, if yeah. you told uh, me – Dar- Can you imagine like – can you imagine if it's like on some Logan shit and it's like an old grizzled Boba Fett? I love it. Yes. Crawled out of the pits. Yeah. You know, with like He's a got a fucking, scar on him. Like and- just one purpose. Fucking yeah. Fucking destroy Han Solo. Yeah. Well, now you're talking. Then you're, then you're talking, you know, what happens. Yeah. And it's a Dude. streaming service, right? And, and our boy Alden Ehrenreich, I mean, I, I guess he'd be too old by this point, uh, the character. But the anyway. character would be. But, right. again, why not? Yeah. A Logan-style Boba Fett, like, you know, like has a limp. You know, I, I a wonder this. Scar, like. I wonder if they do that, though. But instead of, like, the vendetta against Han Solo, it's that 
he's getting back into the Mandalorians or does he you know is there a storyline where it's like you're a bounty hunter right, right, you right, survived right, right. you've turned your back on the clan right, like, like Logan right like he just Logan like, like leaves everything behind I, and keep dragging him back in I'm going to make a, a prediction okay, myself here we, go. here we go Boba Fett will appear in this series season two season two huh yeah why not I I'm think if they House bring a, I think if they bring him in they bring him in in season one yeah I could see that too I mean, there's so much. This, yeah, yeah. Is, this is what I love about yeah. it. Yeah, look, and this the, conversation has got me more excited about this show than I was before I started doing it. Well, and again, let's go to Boba Fett because, yeah. you know, not to put anything, Tamara Morrison is appearing in Aquaman. He's going to be in that movie. He plays Aquaman's father who meets oh, Nicole he? Kidman. Yeah. He, that's, that's, he's got a part right, in that. But he's not rumored to be a part of this. He's not rumored to be a part of this. But here's my point. Is that we with should the get streaming somebody service. on that story? I know, right? We should try to get somebody on that story. We send out a crack team of investigators here. Oh, we got we got tough. a lot of people. It's tough to crack those Disney stories. I know, man. They, they, they much are, respect, much respect to oh, their yeah. to their infrastructure, man. They're like you know, Frosty did yeah, put yeah. out that scoop. Yeah. I mean, we have press and pause. We, we have gone through the raised shields, you know, from, from time to time. We were so. called out as being full of it, <laughs> right. and then it's like Bob yeah. Iger comes out and goes, "No, no, no, we hit pause always and our scoop." Yeah, always on the move. <laughs> yeah. But what my point is yeah. with the streaming service is that it it is perfect for a character like Tamara Morrison, who is not. No offense, yeah, Tony. Yeah, He's yeah, not yeah. an A-list like Harrison for Ford or Mark Hamill or you know God God rest her soul, but uh, Carrie Fisher. But some of these big names yeah, or he'd, he'd be perfect for A-list it. for lack of a better term. You could bring him in because you can go. We're we're having you reprise your role as Boba Fett. Yeah, I mean, that's a big deal, dude. That's a big deal for the fans. Yeah, that's what, a huge what about the deal kid the, who played Daniel him? Logan? Yeah, why not? He's up there. He's old enough. Yeah, I is think he, if, is he a good actor now? Is he still? Uh, I don't know. He is great with the fans and great with the conventions, and he's got his full Boba Fett thing going on at conventions. Nice. But I think, and no offense to Daniel Logan, I think that you bring in Tamara Morrison. Yeah, yeah. You, you like, really he's the recognizable. You recognize the face. You connect the prequels. You connect the whole storyline. Makes Why it more not? legit. I think you could do it um, again. The, the Luke Skywalker Snoke thing is really geeky fan casting for myself right now. Yeah, I'm yeah, going to yeah. call myself on that. But yeah, I think again, it's a little bit out there. But it's out there. But I'm going to. I'm not going to say it's they appear. Luke Skywalker, I would love, and maybe if they cast and you know, look, yeah, we got we even Marvel have a casting for it. I mean, you really went all in on that one. I would say that you could reference Snoke. Or reference something building in the outer rings, the unknown regions. I agree regions. with that. I you can reference that. that, and Luke Skywalker's name could be mentioned. Snoke, and if you Snoke, really... I, Snoke, I actually see possibly being in the show. I mean, again, I went because you're all yelling at me right now, and I know it. I can feel it. I can feel it in my bones. Maybe not. No, but the Snoke Snoke's, pretty year, good. Snoke's years later. This is this is like something where I, in my head, canon. I'm, I keep looking at Game of Thrones because I just love that sh- that series so much. Yeah, I so, binged on it yeah. and so good. Many but, kingdoms and a lot of space you can bring in. But but you're describing a slow burn TV show. Slow burn when you think and like like Bloodline we have to, is a great show, but it's a slow burn. Right. But slow burn when I say Snoke, it's like it's going to come. It can come organically in. Right. The New Republic is rising, so like, and so, the Mandalorians so like are some Phantom Menace type thing, like some somebody pulling the strings. Could be, and then at the end, it's revealed. Oh, it's Snoke. But again, we here's here's my long term prediction. Right now, it's the New Republic is rising from the Empire that just fall, 
yeah. falls, right? So on the outside of that, in the outer reach of the galaxy, you have the lone Mandalorian. So we're going to get Mandalorians. They're operating outside of the New Republic. So they're going to do their things. We're going to get the underground, the underbelly of the galaxy. Maybe we're going to get some huts. Maybe we're going to go back to Tatooine, the crime syndicate. Mm. All this kind of stuff is going to be going on. But we can hear about the New Republic. And then it could be like I, I picture a few seasons down. It's like we learn politics. We learn stuff like this, and it's like there's a crew that's against the Republic right now. We're starting our own faction right now. We're calling it the First Order, mm-hmm. and we have a guy. Who's your guy? Don't worry about him. He's on the he's he's in the unknown regions. There's your connection right there to Snoke. I feel like there's dynamics that can work. Yeah. No. And the politics and that – like these guys, these Mandalorians are going to be outside of it, but I absolutely believe that we're going to – because I think we need it too. The other thing that I've been missing from the new trilogy is the politics. Mm. I love the politics in the prequels. I do. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a little much. It's fun. It's fun. But we knew that that's the Republic. Yeah. It First falls. Of all, you're probably going to get a lot of that. Right. You're probably going to get you know at least like – I think uh, we need it. Yeah. I think we need – like, this like is here's my point. Politics. This is your chance to fill in all the blanks that we've been missing. The the rebuilding of the Jedi Order, the rebuilding of the New Republic, the 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 First Order rising up from the Empire's ashes. That's all stuff we've missed. You know? And we just pick up the right, Skywalker's so, vanished. So look, let's let's my my jet lag is really <laughs> kicking in, so let's Oh, we did it pretty good here. Yeah. So l- we're going to wrap it, it up. on this one, okay? Okay. If you had to pick a comparable show for Mandalorian, mm-hmm. okay, from shows that have come before, like if we were to say, okay, this show will be the most similar in in in, in structure, in like exposition scope, right? Because it, like on a television show, you have something like let's say Hannibal, right? Mm-hmm. And Hannibal has all these very complicated storylines, many mm-hmm. murderers. Um, lost many different storylines, a yeah. bunch of stuff going on. Yeah, True Detective, mm, one right. storyline, right? Right, but a lot of character development. Yeah. Right, uh, Bloodline, one story, a lot of character development. Um, Breaking Bad, couple characters, one storyline. Yeah, but, but then you have something off. like Battlestar Galactica, many different storylines. Right. right, but then you have something more like um, anyway. There's a clear cut difference in styles of shows out there, right? Um, if if I'm thinking about this show, mm. you know what show I kind of have in my head that I think this might be similar to? I wonder if we're going to say the same show. For me, it might, I think it's Fargo. Oh, okay. No, I was way off. So <laughs> I'm thinking – have you seen the first season of Fargo? No. I, the, Fargo is something I need to, to get to. Okay. The yeah. First season Everybody's of Fargo, told me is, it's brilliant. The first season of Fargo is absolutely incredible. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it is essentially a character piece. Mm-hmm. So it does follow one person very closely throughout this, like, you know, Fargo is a little weird because it's really a tragedy. And, like, I don't think the show uh, is going to be a tragedy. I think it's going to be the opposite. I actually think think it's going to be a, a hero's tale. Like, yeah. The more we talk about it, I'm pretty convinced that this show will have our Mandalorian mm. revealed as Force-sensitive to some degree. I, I love that. I think that that's my big takeaway, and it's going to be – and it's almost like spoiler warning, like he's yeah. Force-sensitive, you know, because they're going to slow burn that story. And again, this goes into – I love that idea because this goes into why I said Luke Skywalker. 
It's because of the Jedi. First of all, order. maybe Luke Skywalker comes looking for him. You could feel him, right? I think that. Yep. I'm wondering if they will go that route. If you know, a few years down the line, we get buzzings of yeah. a new Jedi order. Yeah. Why? The, why would the Logan thing is pretty cool too, though. I like that. I love the idea of Boba Fett. It's an old, TBD. grizzled. Yeah. Yeah. These are almost two totally different shows, but like, I like both of them. Here's here's. The Mandalorian yeah, you can maybe and my put them together, right? Get a little bit more lost, have different characters, but here, here's mine. It's uh, Deadwood Ooh. meets Battlestar Galactica. I think that you yeah. could have the Battlestar grit. Galactica is so fucking good. It's the best. Yeah, the new version of Battlestar Galactica, and here's why Battlestar Galactica: the mythology with the Cylons and the technology yeah. that advanced so it's much a very that you don't know. Complicated show, many so, different layers of so uh, many of, different layers of narrative. Why couldn't you introduce a similar mythology, not Cylon and weirdness like yeah. human whatever, but you can introduce Jedi like your to your point, yeah. is why I bought no. bought a Bra- uh, Bra- Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. For sensitive beings, um, Deadwood for the obvious reason. Yeah. Deadwood, gritty western. Don't need to curse in the Star Wars universe necessarily, but it's that lone gunfighter yeah. thing. And I think you could have a nice mix. I think you could introduce – and again, very specific here – ties to the New Republic, ties to hearing storylines, hearing yeah. about the Jedi. What does that do for the Mandalorian? How does that tie into a dark saber? if we're going to get that? How is that going to tie into Snoke maybe on the, later down the line to the First Order? How is that going to shape this galaxy now? is with the New Republic, and sooner or later we are going to get to a point where the First Order is yeah. there. That's what we can explore. Yeah. I think you have slightly more ambitious oh, expectations yeah. for this show than I do. Yeah. Uh, which is great because, it did. If, if it even comes like 50 feet away from Battlestar Galactica, we're all going to be very, very happy. We're going to be very happy. Can you imagine if – there was a Star Wars TV show that could be spoken about in the same sentence as Battlestar Galactica or even, for that matter, Deadwood. I mean I think we would all be very, very happy yeah. about that. If, okay? we're talking, if we're talking years down the line, what are your favorite TV shows? Oh, The Mandalorian's up there, dude. <laughs> right, right. You know? Yeah, yeah. Really? Like, you know? like even in a top ten discussion, yeah. I mean, we, we would well, be very, very happy. Game of Thrones oh, yeah, is yeah. just um, – it's a masterpiece. Sure, sure. It, it uh, is. In, in television. It really yeah. is. I mean yeah. I have fallen in love for with me, that show. For me, it's in my top three. My top three changes all the time. But uh, Absolutely. For me right now, Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad, and Lost are my three favorite. And then I have Battlestar yeah. after that. And then probably – I mean for me, I'd have to put The Sopranos. Very similar list, yeah. first of all. But I'd have to put The Sopranos in there. I haven't watched The Sopranos. Can you believe that? Oh, my lord. I know. I know. God, it's almost like I want to throw you out of the room. <laughs> You've never seen The Sopranos? I watched, I believe – the first season, like half of it. Oh my god, it's so good. I know. I loved it. I actually just rewatched the entire thing. Last I have year. to. I know it's on my yeah. list. I'm trying to get so, the old so fiance. Just to, to do close it. out. Just to close out. Let's close this out. Let's close this out. Um, I see it more as a show um, where the dark saber will definitely, I think, play into it. Mm-hmm. I think that that's a very strong storyline. Yeah. Um, I think our main character will prove himself to be Force-sensitive, and I do agree with you that we will get smells of Snoke 
throughout the show. Again, I'm t- yeah, and I'm thinking with Snoke. I'm thinking and it's like, far down the line. I think there'll be references to St- Skywalker, references yes. to Solo, references to Leia. That's but- where I think we're going to get references. Maybe not the character. Yeah. It's on my own fan casting that Sebastian Stan can come in. Yeah. But I don't know if they'll do that because of your reasons of Luke Skywalker I, and Mark Hamill. At this point, why not, right? Why not? Yeah. So- but that will do it. That is episode 11 of Rule of Two. We talked about The Mandalorian. We did a lot of speculating. Yes. Guys, again, this is speculation. Have fun with this. Yeah, if you think I'm crazy, too, jet so. lag speculation. If you think I'm crazy for Luke Skywalker being, sh- uh, appearing, let me know. But would you want that? Could you see it tie in some way? We're, we're talking the Jedi Order here. It's going to be rebuilt. Some somehow, <laughs> yeah. some way, yeah. because we see and it the referenced. Knights of Ren, maybe, maybe the Knights of Ren. Yeah. Ooh, wait a minute. Uh-oh. Force sensitive, Mandalorian, Knights of Ren. Maybe that's how they become the Knights of Ren. You know what? We're doing a lot of speculation here. It's hurting <laughs> right. my own head, right. and I'm not jet lagged. So, Mark <laughs> Fernandez, Mark Sidious, where can people find you? Uh, Mark Fernandez, Twitter. There it is yeah. on Twitter. And uh, as always, at Riley Around on Twitter and Instagram, drop in some comments here because we are on the Collider Podcast YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe to that. Give it a like for this episode. Then go on over to Jedi Council on Podcast One feed. This is the official spinoff show of Jedi Council, Rule of Two, on Jedi Council Podcast One feed. Give that a like. Share that around. Why don't you give us some four-star, some five-star ratings. Get all your friends talking about this one, and we will be back Next week for a brand new episode of Rule of Two. Mm. Well, guys, we will see you then. Rise. Napa know-how. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash. Like a five-quart jug of Napa full synthetic motor oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP. But don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General states pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.20. It's that little chico pit bull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.